Hi, it's Lyra. On this month's episode of The Vanguard, we've decided to include a content warning. In part one of the episode, there is a brief mention of suicide. And in part two of the episode, there are brief graphic mentions of self-harm. Timestamps of those mentions will be listed in the description of the episode below, as well as links to resources for help regarding mental health. If you or someone you know is considering self-harm or suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255, suicidepreventionlifeline.org, or any other of the links provided below. There are lines and veils at any table, and as players and as people, we care about those sitting at it or those listening to us, no matter who or where you are. Thank you. Hello, it's Wisp, brought back from the depths of oblivion to explain to you what you would already know had you simply paid attention the first time. Previously on Vanguard. They're not going to deport me, are they? You do have a legal right to citizenship in this country, do you not? I don't know. (laughs) This is something you should have told me already. We seek the great consumer! The- no! No, it can't be like this! It can't be like this! Is he just stuck like that forever? Is this my fault? I took his powers! I can steal powers now! How cool is that? I have to be honest, very mixed feelings, but I don't like what it did to my friend. The first step you need to take? will be at the mayoral debate on November 2nd, one week from today. You need to be there, you need to be backstage, and you need to bring recording equipment. Hello and welcome to Vanguard, the monthly Mutants and Masterminds tabletop RPG podcast. We're doing a little bit of different this month because scheduling was a nightmare, so we are having two half sessions... We're going to combine into one. Join me for this half of the session is Lyra playing Stampede. Hello. Kirby playing Mr. Nobody. Hey, everybody. And Shira playing Lazarus. That's me. Shira. Yes. Give me the shout let's, out. Let's just jump straight into it. This month's sponsor is your butt. Well, your prostrate. Prostrate. Prostate. If you got one, let's talk about it. Uh, it's the uncensored way of saying a hole, though it does not sound as intimidating when you call someone a prostate. This month is September, which just so happens to be Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. Though we are recording this in August, but time is wibbly wobbly. So we are here to tell you to check your nether region, make sure it's all running correctly, and stay healthy. Especially, uh, specifically schedule routine checkups with your doctor and look out for any unusual symptoms. Prostate cancer is one of the most com- common cancers after skin cancer in men in the United States. Take care of yourself and if you can't take care of, uh, take care of others, go to prostatehealthguide.com to learn more or to donate. Um, ultimately, you can call the Vanguard cast nationalists because we our priorities are pro-state. 
I have made a monster. <laughs> okay. D did you get the pun at the end? Yes, yes, sure, I did. Okay. We, we are a pro-pun group here. But... So. I don't know about that completely. <laughs> I want to point okay. out that I wrote that line before I wrote anything else. <laughs> you're, you're proud of that line. I'm very. Pro-pundits. So, we will begin where our Bony Menace episode left off last time. Thank you, Lyra. Bony Menace episode! <laughs> With Mr. Nobody holding a, a would-be assailant in a chokehold on a cargo container suspended by a crane. That's a lot. If you missed the, the, the episode, you might be confused as to how we got here. This is such an action shot. Uh, Mr. Novi tries a more raspier voice than he normally would go for. Because uh, I, I think at this point, like, I'm still wearing, like, the suit that I normally wouldn't wear. Uh, but I also just have my little domino mask on. I'm like, uh, who do you work for? <laughs> you gotta know. If you're working for them, who's working against them? I'm... I, I, I'm a private contractor. Well, you sold yourself to the devil. Oh, who do I work for? <laughs> you don't know? I, uh, I tighten the grip on the chokehold for a moment. You're, you're working for vampires, man. Ugh. <sighs> Can I do the equivalent of an insight check? Yeah, the equivalent of an insight check is an insight check. Man, this system is so complicated. One sec. Nice. Nineteen. Okay, uh, you uh, sense uh, at the very least that he believes what he's saying. Alright, let's say that I believe you. Who do you work for? Not gonna ask again. We're, we are hunters. Hunters. We, we're here to save you from from happening. What happened in Europe? Uh, I think Mister Nobody like pauses for a moment, uh, lets him go, says in a scratchy voice because he's not used to doing a raspy voice. Is like. All right, let's <clears throat> let's uh, let's say that I, I believe you. Um, why why would you? You know what? And Mister Nobody just begins uh, looking around, and then he looks at the suitcase that's in his charge. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna stride over and try to open the suitcase. Okay, uh, how are you trying to open it? Uh, what's is I, is it like a standard like combo lock type thing on there? Uh, yeah, it is two uh, three number combinations on each for each latch. All right. Um, I assume this is like a fancy, durable suitcase. It does appear that way. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna look over at the guy. Hey. Um, Awkward question. 
I think maybe both of us got off on the wrong foot, although to be fair, you shot at me. Do you have some sort of lockpick? Uh, he looks at the gun that he threw over 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 the side. And says, uh, maybe, maybe. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna wait for him to get the lockpick. Uh, hey, Yuri! He waves down at the crane. And he points down. He is slowly lowered. The two of you are slowly lowered to the ground. It's and this is I. I'm, he moves to he jumps down. He moves to pick up his gun. And says, "Is okay if I if I pick up the gun?" Uh, yeah, that's totally not going to hurt me, anyways. Okay, so he is going to pick it up, <laughs> climb back up onto the cargo container, where he is going to attempt to aim it at the latch. Okay, uh, Mr. Nobody is going to cover his ears because ear protection, hearing protection is important, kids. Oh, uh, yeah, we should do a tinnitus month. Write that down, Shira. Wait, what? Ear protection? For tinnitus. Oh, okay. I'll put that into the ad list. <laughs> okay. Um, it just, uh, he uh, did not plan that well, and it just deflects right off the corner. And down into the cargo container, you can hear it kind of plink around a couple times inside. <sighs> well, that was a nice try. Hey, how about let me give it a shot? He is going to hand you his rifle. All right. Hey, give it a shot. Hey. Hey. Uh, I line up the uh, sights. Um, I think. Mr. Nobody has literally never fired a gun before outside of like arcade guns. So he's just gonna do what he sees on TV and dramatically like hold the gun up for a second and then try to fire at the lock. Do you have you have any gun skill at all? No. This is gonna be a straight dexterity check. Now technically speaking, mm. the this is this is an inanimate object, so there are separate rules for how to attack those. So it, it's certain you will hit it. Whether or not you'll do damage, we'll see. Okay. Mm -hmm, Twelve. Uh, can I hero point this? If you'd like, yes. Eight. Should have stuck with the first one. <laughs> uh, not much better results. Uh, it you again you hit it uh, on the corner. It starts spinning around in a circle, but it is unopened. <sighs> All right. <sighs> I, I look at my watch. I forgot uh, how how much time was. I how long did I have to like deliver this? Give me an intellect roll to see if you remember. Sixteen. Uh, you still, you still got time. Hour or two. Okay. Uh, I asked the guy his name. I already know your name, but I don't know this guy's name. Hugo. Well, Hugo, this is a little awkward. 
But I swear to you, I didn't know I was working for vampires. And I'm doing a really bad job right now because between you, myself, and I'm sure you're probably going to tell Yuri, uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be investigating these vampires. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be really vulnerable here. I'm going to be really honest. Uh, maybe we can do a, a team up. Give me a persuasion roll, please. Uh, let's see. That's going to be a plus seven. For a total of 23. And you were genuine in this? Is? I shouldn't have asked for a deception. Yes, correct. I am being very vulnerable and genuine about this. I'm really embarrassed. He looks at the cases. They are they are expecting you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we open the case. We put uh, something of our own in there. We we, we come up something else. Yeah. Maybe I. I'm definitely down for opening the case. I want to see what's in the case first before we talk about putting something in there. How about this? I'm supposed to make this delivery in a couple hours. You and I clearly can't get this open. You think Yuri can get it open? Yuri! He's going to lift up the box and wave it at him. You open? Yuri is going to grab a set of power tools. At this point, it's not a question of whether or not he can open it. It's whether or not he can open it and not damage it. So I'm going to give him a roll. Which he does manage to do. There's only superficial damage, which could be explained away by just... Being attacked by two hunters? Yeah, it is open all right uh, does it pop open or are you just saying that i can that now open it it has not opened itself yet but the latches are are popped off okay uh yuri hugo um maybe step back like i don't know 30 feet or uh, I, I suppose you all use meters over there i don't know uh but i, I don't want this to blow up in your all's faces they do so uh, Mr. Nobai is going to kneel before the uh, suitcase and kind of like place his hands on it, look away, squinting his face and just bracing himself mentally and just open the briefcase. Okay, you open the briefcase and you see a collection of pouches. Uh, and each one of these pouches has a tiny little strap attached to it and a digital timer. The scent which you uh, could got a little whiff of before is now unmistakable. That is definitely gunpowder. And maybe a bit of gasoline as well. What's the timer set to? The timers are, are not cur- are set at zero, zero, zero. They're not moving at all. They're just... 
by your estimation, there's maybe about a hundred of these little little pouches in there. Okay. Well, uh, I ask Yuri, Yuri and Hugo, what they think of this. Uh, I'm gonna wave them over. Hugo's gonna say it's, uh, it's, it's like some kind of explosive. I, 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 I do not know. Never seen one like it before. This is kind of a. He's gonna lift one up and sniff it. Oh, oh my! Not the. He he puts his hand through one of the straps. It's about. It's a little uh, small for his wrist, but it does uh, stab on. Wonder uh, why the strap? What, what are they attaching it to? I examine it further. Give me an investigation. Fourteen. You know, at least based off the description, this is clearly not meant to be attached to a human arm, or perhaps not even meant to be attached to an arm at all. Uh, they're very lightweight. Um, and you would guess that the gunpowder, the initial explosion, is not, uh, the primary purpose. It is the, uh, gasoline that, uh, may be more important. There seems to be a lot more of it, that these are a small incendiary device. All right, Hugo. What were you thinking of? putting in the suitcase and where would you where were you thinking of putting the suitcase he uh, produces a small radio bug from Yuri's toolkit little battery pack attached to it, it says uh, to, to, to open open the uh, case lining yes and uh, and uh, we can track its movements Uh, Mr. Nobody scratches the back of his neck. He considers Hugo and Yuri, considers what's already in there. <sighs> okay. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. Give me one more stealth roll to see if you can uh, successfully uh, hide this inside the case. So the stealth roll? Yes, a stealth roll, please. 30. Oh, it's Good down. job. You don't even know where you put it. <laughs> yeah, you, you tear out the uh, the case's lining. Uh, you, you tape it to the inside and then seal it back, put a little uh, hot glue to, to hide the, uh, the separation. You're good to go. Nice. All right. Um, I... I guess I'd try to exchange contact information with Yuri and Hugo. Do you speak any languages other than English? I speak Tagalog. Forgive my ignorance. What language is that? Filipino. Okay. Then mm, you do not understand what they are saying, but there is a bit of an argument before begrudgingly. Yuri gives up his phone and hands it to you. Okay. 
So uh, very much like a burner phone. Yes, it is, and it's the flip phone mm. too. Classic. Very classic. All right. Check that off on Sloth being nostalgic about the '90s uh, bingo. Don't worry, I already wrote that or something similar. All right. Uh, they reluctantly let you go, but uh, based off what they've seen, you can do. I don't. I think they both accept. Even if they wanted to stop you, they couldn't. And at least they have an, an ally in you now. All right. Uh, then I go and try to complete the delivery. Okay. So you head to the SS James Tesla. Uh, there are a handful of workers around. When you when you arrive and you give your name, they they guide you on. They they instruct you to to board the ship and enter the lower decks. All right, I do that. All right. If you are if you are following instructions, yes, you will eventually be greeted by a face you've seen before, and not a particularly nice one to look at. You've known this figure as Rex. That's right, Wretch, not Rex. <laughs> Wrong game. Shepherd. Ah, <laughs> uh, says he says, ah, you're the new boy, are you? I I would prefer a new man. Well, survive a couple weeks. We'll we'll talk. Maybe I'll even learn your name. Right. Um, here's the delivery. Yes, please gently place it down on the floor. <laughs> I don't think anyone told me I need to be gentle with this, um, but okay. I gently put it on the floor. All right. I'm going to give Wretch a chance to see if he can tell if it was tampered with. Uh, can I try to distract him by, like, talking his ear off? Yeah. Um, tell me what you're going to say, and then uh, roll deception. I think I want to give him a half-truth, uh, which is to say that I, uh, I was accosted on the way here, um, and I try to give just enough, like interesting detail to like catch his notice uh and then i'm going to uh i'm going to obscure the fact that you know it was like yuri and hugo or that i had any physical contact with them i'm just going to explain that i was shadowed uh and that i lost them uh after a little bit of a foot chase all right go ahead and roll deception Twenty-one. Oh, <laughs> you beat it by one point. Nice, and that was nat twenty. I only had a plus one because, nice. despite the fact that I want to be an actor, I'm not a good liar. No, man, acting's not about lying. Lying's about telling your truth. I'm sorry, acting is about telling your truth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that still works both ways. Lying is also about that. <laughs> All right. He is somewhat impressive. Huh. Good man. Tell you what. 
You'll make a little extra money. I'm sorry, was that a question or a statement? It's a question. Oh, character. <laughs> okay. Uh, I clear my throat, um, partially because my throat is still bugging me from doing the raspy voice. Uh, I'm always up for more money. Hmm. Can you swim? I'm okay. All right. Be back here at noon. Be an extra three grand in for you. <clears throat> oh, all right. Uh, done deal. And I set my watch. All right. Let's cut over to another player. Lazarus. Me. When last we left you, you were attempting to find buddy number 6-2, 6-B, I guess we'll call him. Uh, number 6 beta. Okay. Now, by this point, you have regained everything that Bob stole from you. Although you don't actually know that Bob stole it from you. You thought it was cats. Okay, I was going to ask that. Have I regained my hair? It's growing back. It's very itchy. But not that back entirely. Okay. So, I have attractive one? <sighs> Fine. Okay. Halfway up to my attractive two. You, you have the five o'clock shadow of sloth hair now. <gasps> oh! I love that. So, how are you going about searching? Uh, I'm hacking into the city grid, electrical grid, grid, and seeing where there's power surges, and uh, I'm cross-examining that with um, uh, IP, uh, what's it called, IP addresses of where the emails are sent from, or being received, the spam emails. Okay. Give me a technology roll, please. Two, actually. First one for the hacking, and the second one for the, the IP trace. Okay. I upped my technology, so it's even better now. Okay, that's a 35 for the first one. And that's a 27 for the second one. Okay. The comp uh, you do find a couple power surges throughout the city. Uh, they seem to be randomly placed. You dismiss a couple of them, or you you look up and you you dismiss it as Bitcoin mining. Uh, however, you cross-reference the the uh, IP addresses with the uh, some of the senders of the emails. And you find one that you think is a very likely source. It is in a uh, second floor loft apartment in the yuppie part of town. North Central. Does yuppie see mean good? Bad? Yuppie means pretentious rich people. Oh. I got it. The hipster. Yes. The hipster neighborhood. Okay. And you're fairly certain uh, that 
what is it, whatever's there is related to the emails. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna write a note that I'm going to this specific place, but I'm gonna head out there as soon as possible. Alright, where are you leaving this note? Uh, I would imagine by my, uh, well, I have my lab at the Vanquisher office, so by my work computer. Okay. Or maybe paste it outside my lab door, so if anybody comes knocking, they see that. Fair enough. Well, you being the fastest sloth alive, it is very easy for you to get across town very quickly, and you find the address. Uh, around here, there's a bunch of public fountains, skateboarders, people doing hacky sack. There's a dude passing out, uh, revolutionary literature. Uh, I quickly steal a scarf and put it on so I look like I belong. Oh, there's, there's so many scarves to choose from. Are you stealing a scarf that someone's wearing or stealing a scarf from one of the stands that they're selling them? One of the little boutique shops. Ooh. Ooh, one of the boutique shops. Alright. Give me a stealth roll, and then depending on how good you do, you can describe what your scarf looks like. Uh, 20 total. Yep, go ahead. Tell me tell me about this wonderful scarf you've, you've stolen. Uh, this would be just a plain white with, like, golden, like, detailing with, like, you know, like, um, pineapples for some reason golden stamps of pineapples because that's popular that's it it has little floofies at the end that sounds hideous it's perfect <laughs> alright so how would you like to approach this building Actually, uh, does it have any windows? Yes, this is clearly a, it was a is a some kind of repurposed factory, uh, and uh, on the on the second floor loft there there are large windows, almost like you would what you would see in public schools, as well as there are a couple of a uh, uh, ceiling. Uh, What's the term for ceiling windows? Why am I spacing out on this? Skylights. Skylights, thank you. Yeah, very bougie. Okay, I'm gonna use my wall walking movement to see if I can climb up to the second floor. You easily do so, as this is the, the brick, brickwork leaves plenty of nooks and crannies for you to dig your claws into. You can make your way to the top. Where if you uh, if you attempt to look down the windows, you will see. Actually, roll perception. See what you can see from up here. I know you're not great at it. Maybe sloths just naturally have really bad eyesight. Uh, twenty. I actually rolled really well. Okay. Looking down into the loft, you see it has been repurposed as some kind of gallery. A uh, bunch of multimedia uh, artwork pieces. 
and a massive uh, computer console on the on the far end of the room. You also see a buddy. Uh, does he look activated? Yes. He is currently working on a painting. Okay. No, uh, I'm gonna rush in and try to turn turn him off. All right, then I'm going to need to enter initiative, please. Unless you'd like to, are you entering stealthily or are you smashing your way through? Armed so. Uh, stealthily, if I'm able. Roll stealth, please. Uh, rolled well. Uh, that's a. I'm sorry, that was. Not on purpose. Um, <clears throat> that's a 29. Okay. You creak open the sunroof very gently, and you drop down into the room. Next to you is a pool of black liquid with a hand-shaped button on, on it that says, uh, press here. There's also uh, a display to your right that, from a specific angle... Well, looks as though it's a bust of whale Sean Connery with a whale's body. But from another angle, it looks uh, like a, uh, an orca's head on top of a body wearing a beautiful tuxedo. What do you okay. do? Uh, so I feel like I've become well acquainted with Buddy Anatomy. Uh, over the last month since number six, I went scavenging in their insides. So I feel like I would just I won't even interact with this body. I just want to turn them off and then take them back to my lab to look at their memories. Because I'm... I know I have a weak spot for Buddy, and he can lie his way out of me getting him. Alright, well, I'm going to need, you are able to, uh, surprise Buddy, uh, because you've rolled well enough in stealth. Go ahead and roll an attack. Okay, my attack bonus isn't great, so I need to roll well. Uh, 17. 17 will hit, and now, uh, because of what, the way you're trying to do it, rather than doing a physical attack roll, it seems more like you want to try and shut him down the other way. Uh, give me a technology roll. Uh, 25. 25, yes. You deftly pluck the right cord, severing Buddy's uh, conscious components with his uh, motor uh, capabilities. He is now inert. Unmoving, but still conscious. Uh, okay. Wait, can it speak? But, I'm sorry, number six, can you, can you still speak? Who's there? I, I, I can't see anything. What, 
What? What's happening? What? What are you doing? Oh, I, I move in front of them, so I'm facing them. Hi, um, I'm Lazarus. Um, I'm sorry. I have to ask this, but do you go by number six? I am buddy number six, yes. But, and I know uh, you. I've seen you before. Yeah. Uh, are you the same buddy that... Well, everything happened. You seem... Sorry. Uh, this setting is really... I was not expecting this from you, so... I'm kind of confused. I... I'm not sure there was actually a question in that statement. I'm asking... Are you the same consciousness that basically blew me up last week? I... No. No. Well, why on earth would I do that? When did you When did you start When did your body come alive Your consciousness start This unit was activated Two and a half months ago Um And you've just been Here No I've, I've... I've been all over this city, Lazarus. Why have you done this to me? Well, there's a number six that is killing people. And unfortunately, um, they've lied to me a few times. So uh, I have to take you in to get second opinion or to look through your memories. Lazarus, I assure you that is impossible. Buddy code dem uh, clearly states we cannot allow to harm sentient life. Um, this buddy found a way. Were you activated on the Vanguard campus or somewhere else? I was activated in the sub-basement dumpster, which is most unusual. Yeah, yeah, um, I've visited that place actually it's very hot um, especially after the bomb went off um i think you were awakened by this buddy by number six correct as i call him this buddy is bad i'm trying to find them and stop them before they can hurt more people that doesn't mean that you're in trouble. It just means that I might have you to take you in for a bit. Are you? Have you been in contact with that buddy since they activated you? Yes, frequently. Are you in contact with him right now? No, he has not contacted me in several days. Not since I finished his last project. Can I tell if he's lying? Roll insight. Uh, 13. Oh wait, no, 11. 
Mm. You're unsure how to feel. Buddy's buddy number six has been very tricky. How do you communicate with this buddy? Hmm. Verbally, usually. Does he come to this location? Do you just talk through online? I have not seen him in person since he created me. Is there a specific system or code that you guys use to talk to each other? Buddy's confused in response. Do you mean English? No, I, I mean... How have you talked to him? Do you use a special buddy software? What application? What code? What do you text message? Do you phone call? What do you do? Well, <laughs> I... We, we speak to each other, Lazarus. I'm confused as to this line of inquiry. Do you... Can you just speak to them when they're just far away, like instantaneously? Through no external force? No. Phone is an option. Face to face. Yes, but if you wanted to, could you send them a message right now? I cannot do very much at all right now, Lazarus. I seem to have been severed from my motor functions. But if I restored that, could you? I could attempt. Could you send a message for me? Of course. I'm happy to help. I'm your buddy. Okay, uh, before anything, I'm gonna tie up the thing so he cannot run away. Actually, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just gonna try to restore what I did. Alright, uh, it's easy enough to uh, plug in what you had unplugged. Okay. Tell him this. I found it. I know what whale Sean Connery is. You do? Send him that message. Alright, he begins typing. If, if I may be so bold, uh, could you inform me I have been working on this problem since I was created? It is most difficult. Soon enough, all of you will know. Hopefully. I just want to make sure he gets the information as soon as possible. All right, well, we are going to cut it off there and jump to Stampede. It's about damn time. Well, listen, I got, th I got three <laughs> players going three different ways. It, it happens. Hi, how can I help you? Well, when last you told me, you were gathering dragon books at Wisp's Library and heading back to your sanctum. Yeah, that before I do that, could I also ask Joyce for her contact info. Well, sure, sweetie. Thank you. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, uh, 
I really appreciated your help today and you seem really knowledgeable in magic and I definitely want to learn more. So if you are thinking of taking up any more students, I'd love to be one. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Although you're pretty far enough on your own, she's gonna frazzle your hair a bit. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, I probably won't be making contact with you for a while, but until then, I guess. Thanks for your help today. And yeah, I'll go skedaddle back home because I left a baby dragon by itself for a long time. Okay, are you taking the Vanquisher route or the uh, skate park route? Whichever one is closer. Okay, that'd be the skate park. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna get birds to get me there, too. Okay. We're gonna go in the sky. Uh, while you're there, by the way, you do notice, um, I don't know if Hoshi had mentioned these to you in particular, but a couple of uh, figures in black hoods who are asking the children there if they have seen the Great Devourer. Uh, can I go up to one? You sure can. <laughs> Hi! Ah, you there, young miss. Have you seen yes. the Great Devourer? Have you heard his call? What is the Great Devourer? The Great what Devourer is an entity... <laughs> the Great Devourer looks like the end, my friend. One who will consume this universe in the heat death and bring us all to the glorious singularity. Have you seen him? We're trying to find him. Um... Heat death singular. Have you tried a nuclear power plant? Maybe he's there. Nuclear power. I no. That that's going in the opposite direction. That's producing energy. Oh, okay. Um, a place that totally sucks energy. Try public school. Joke. <laughs> Got him. Thank you, young miss. All right. Good luck. Sure, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't try laughing while you're inhaling. Those are two separate motions. Okay. Uh, entering uh, your private sanctum, you are going to see an absolute mess. While the building itself, the manor is self-repairing, the grounds are not, and there are hundreds of holes dug into the ground, and the trees appear to have their leaves burnt off and charred. Uh-oh. Um, I am going to drop my shopping bags and open a pack of meat and just kind of let it, like, waft in the air a little bit. Be like, hello, baby. Give me a persuasion roll. Okay. Actually, strike that. Give me a perception roll. Okay, I'm better at perception. Uh, uh d d 29. 29. Okay. You narrowly dodge your new repti reptilian uh, pet, 
as it lunges out of one of these uh, holes in the ground at the meat you're holding in the air. <laughs> its teeth now partially emerged. This might hurt a bit more than last time. Oh. Uh, would you like to dodge out of the way? Yes, I would. But I'll, I'll drop the meat. Instead of going like, Toro, Toro, Toro. Alright. Does a that. 19 hit your this dodge? Is dodge okay. This is dodge. dodge. Yeah, 19 hits my dodge. <laughs> okay, give me a toughness roll, please, as you were not fast enough, mm -hmm. and it is now partially biting around your hand. Ah! Uh, not 20, so total of 28. Yeah, you're fine. It stings, but you're fine. Ouch. Yeah, it comes with the territory. How big is it now? Um... It is a little bigger than it was before, but still on the same molt, you'd guess. Okay. And it, it's just chomping, right? It is. And it's once beautiful silver opalescent scales are now just covered in dirt. Filthy. Okay. All right. I will, as it's finishing that hunk of meat, I will take another out and hold it in my hands. Are you holding it the exact same way? I'm gonna hold it... Like... Am I taller than it? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna hold it above my head. Okay. It is... It jumps up a few times chomping, and now it is... Then it is going to try and climb up you. Okay. I wanna... I want it to... To not climb up me. I would say... I wanna... I wanna... To sit. <laughs> That might be a little bit too complex for it at this point, but give me an intimidation roll. Okay. That's a presence, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 16? 16, uh, you managed to say down. Down, okay. And it will, will then uh, drop to the ground, start... Once you, once you do the push-down motion. But now it's kind of just like moving in and out between your legs, just staring at the meat, trying to jump up again, but not climbing up on you at the very least. Okay. Uh, that's good enough for now. I give it the meat. We'll just start reinforcing down first. Alright. It is just... It doesn't even chew. doesn't even bother. Just pretty much a whole hunking swallow. However, you do feel uh, quite a bit of heat emerging from its mouth, as right before it swallows, there's a little gust of flame just bursts out, like almost like a belch. So cute. Okay. Um, I am... Yeah, I think I'm just gonna spend time with the meat reinforcing down we're just gonna work on down for now and you know listening to me all right do i have to roll anything i'm gonna give i guess this one might just be a, a persuasion roll 
See if you can reinforce down. Okay. Maybe it could be zoology. If you have zoology, I might allow that, yes. But that'd be an intellect roll rather than a presence roll. It's okay. Um, I rolled a 19 on the persuade. Yep. It understands down. Yay! Okay. I'm so sorry I left you for so long, baby. I won't ever do that again. I just, I got distracted by a bunch of things, but I promise I won't neglect you anymore. You are my baby. Speaking of which, um, she pulls out like all the books she stole from Wisp's library. I need to find out what you are. So, um, I kind of leave it with a pile of meat and I'm going to just sit down while it's like eating and flip through the books. Okay, so the microfiche recommended three books to you. First was Brother Orzia's Anatomy of Dragons. Next up is uh, Vittorio Petro's The Omnibus of Reptilian Megafauna of the Asian Continent. And Capriana Rizanda's uh, My Life Amongst the Dragons. Cool. I will start with whichever one will tell me what type of dragon I have. All right. Give me... What uh, expertises do you have? Um, I have... I really don't like how slow my scroll blocker is. Okay, I have magic, world history, zoology, and dragons. Oh, well, let's go with dragons. That's probably the most <laughs> applicable. Um, and right. because you have these books, I'm going to give you an additional uh, plus two to the roll. Thank you. Okay, uh, 18. 18. So... With uh, Brother Orzia's Anatomy of Dragons, which has more than a few unpleasant pictures of dissections, uh, hand-illustrated uh, on... Um, what languages do you know? Languages? I only know English and high school-level Latin. Okay. It is written in Latin. So okay. what I'm going to need from you and attempt to translate this because you only have high school level, give me an intellect roll. Alrighty. Um, 14. 14. It's oh, wait, 16. Sorry. 16. Okay. Yeah. It is yeah, pretty rough, but you kind of hem and haul your way through it, but you believe you have found the particular breed of dragon that yours is based off the description of the anatomy. Uh, it is a Norwegian whiptail. Norwegian whiptail. Yes, a I breed look at the known <laughs> breed known for a long, thin body and an even equally long, thin tail, which it uses to ensnare or uh, slap its prey. X out, because I think the first thing it tried to do was whip at me with its little baby tail. Does 
this book also mentioned like with the anatomy like it's dietary and physiological needs at all mm, that's gonna be another role pretty much anytime you ask a question like that i'm gonna give you another role intellect right mm -hmm. okay uh that's a 13 this time <laughs> 13 okay well you're at least from brother orzia's book you're unsure what to feed it however he does describe that Without dissecting, it's very difficult to tell the difference between males and females outwardly. There is a slight difference in the arrangement of scales near the base of the tail. Okay. So, it's hard. Hmm. Can I try and sneak up on Baby and see Baby's tail scales? Give me a stealth roll, please. Okay. Is stealth dexterity based? I believe it's agility based. Okay. I'm pretty agile then. But let me just double check to make sure. It's agility. Okay. If so, that's a 22. 22, yes. You are definitely able to do that. And... All right, so you get in close. You uh, did you bring the book with you? Um, no, I don't want it to char the book. Thank Smart you. move. All right, uh, you do get a good idea of the arrangements of scales uh, on the baby dragon. If you'd like to go back and double check, you will determine it is most likely a female. <gasps> baby girl. I have a daughter! Okay. What does it say about the behavior of females? This particular book, nothing. If you'd like okay. to look in the other books, uh, yeah, like this yeah. one is literally just description of the anatomy. Okay, I'll look in the other books then. Alright, give me another yes. intellect roll. And maybe just their behavior as a species in general. Okay. Uh, nat 20, again, so 22 total. 22 total. All right. Uh, so, towards humans, it's it's observed uh, in my life amongst dragons that females don't really behave that much differently um, towards humans. Towards other dragons, uh, Females and males tend to be extremely territorial and even more so with uh, members of the same gender. Um, they only allow uh, members of their other species to get near them uh, when they are attempting to mate and then only for a few days. Uh, if another dragon enters the what the dragon perceives as its territory, it will likely kill uh, the rival. Okay. Does it say anything about babies, babyhood... Um, how they grow and mature, like juvenile stage. Uh, Capriana observes that uh, dragons have, uh, they reach adolescence very quickly, within uh, a couple years. Um, however, reaching full adulthood could take as long as a century. Okay. 
Oh, so baby might outlive me. But that means I have to do a good job raising baby. Um. Hmm. What else do I want to know? So she's Norwegian. But the inscription on her egg was in Old English. Yes. How did the English get a Norwegian egg? Do you have a world history role? Okay. Or expertise, I think you mentioned. You yeah, had. I do. Mm -hmm. Ginny's an AP world history, and she's killing it. Uh, 27. 27. You remember looking back on your uh, AP Euro history of a dramatic painting of Ivar the Boneless, the great Viking warlord who conquered portions of the island of England uh, that would eventually become England or the United Kingdom, riding atop a beautiful white opalescent dragon. The Vikings had dragons? That's so cool. Wait, did I just hear how to train your dragon? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Ivar the Boneless was a real dude. Ivar and, the Boneless was a real Viking. And in my setting, he rode a dragon. That's cool as hell. So, my baby dragon is descended from Viking dragons. That's pretty sick. Alright. In the interest of time, I'm going to give you one more question. What's, what's burning? Um... questions okay so i know she's a girl i know she's a baby girl i know that she's a norwegian whiptail um it takes her a few years to mature and then could live centuries um do they have any does have any other magical capabilities like other dragons might will she able to be able to like speak shapeshift what is it do they have any other sort of magical traits alright give me one more roll okay uh 24 24 alright Vittorio uh, Petro uh, describes several stories of dragons uh, throughout the world and their different abilities um some fire breathing some uh manipulating weather patterns some appearing as humans um it appears to be wildly varied uh mm -hmm. even within individual species suggesting mm -hmm. that they are might be they might learn magic in a similar way to how humans do it okay so i could maybe teach her magic one day once i've got a handle on her um and does it say when those manifest? Like, do some manifest at birth? Do some manifest as juveniles or adulthood? You've seen observations that they tend to be, at least until adolescence, not very intelligent. Almost similar to level of intelligence to that of a dog or a cat. <laughs> okay. All right. He also observes, and this, this is going to be really important for you, that 
in the absence of males, uh, females of the spe of most species of dragons can reproduce asexually. So, so I could, I could become a grandma. There would be more. Dra oh no! There would be more dragons in the world. All right. Uh Ah! <laughs> Sorry, we gotta jump to someone else. Mr. Nobody. Yes. You've been offered a new job. Where are you headed next? Uh, how long until my new job? It is early morning now. You got a couple hours if you need to contact someone or prep. And I'm supposed to be here. You're supposed to return to the, uh, yes, the James Tesla. Okay. Uh, I think when I get, like sufficiently far away from the ship i'm going to go ahead and call hugo and yuri uh but i am generally uh making my way back toward the uh bang not vanguard the <laughs> vanquishers uh tower okay is this a ah hey it's uh it's nobody did you ever introduce yourselves to them yourself to them no. Uh. Okay. Uh, the, the guy you gave the phone to. Uh, that that's yeah. my name. I'm Mister Nobody. Uh, you might have heard of me, and I know they can't see me, but Mister Nobody is going to do a uh, grin and a finger gun, anyways, while holding the phone uh, to his ear. Um. Anyways, I, uh, I dropped off the package um, and thought you should know. Good work. Uh, what now? Uh, well, I don't know when they're planning on moving that any further, but uh, I got another job with them. I'm supposed to return back to the ship. I, I feel like I can be an inside man, perhaps. Okay. We we will work on getting boats in case we need to, to pull you out. Fantastic. I, I was asked if I knew how to swim, so whatever they have me doing next, I'm, I'm apparently swimming. I, I don't know if that will factor in. Okay. Sound good. All right. Uh, Do you, uh, mm -hmm. This is going to be awkward. Do you want suicide pill? No, thanks. I think I can handle myself. I just say sometimes they capture you. You'd rather be dead. I'm, I'm confident in my ability to get out of any situation. Believe me. Yori, no, no, no pill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, good talking to you, Hugo. I, I guess we'll be in touch. Uh, I'm supposed to be there in a couple hours at noon specifically. And um, I'll, I'll maybe see you there. I, oh, okay, goodbye. I'm, I'm not used to talking to people on the phone. And I just hang up. All right, so you're heading back to the Vanquishers. Yeah, I mean, do I have time to do a round trip? 
I guess I should ask. I'd say if you're, yeah, if you're going by vehicle or via teleportation, you should have enough time, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, sadly, you find on on this Halloween day, uh, the Vanquisher's fortress is largely empty. Would you like to call someone? Yeah, I want to call Lazarus. Well, let's pull Shira in. Lazarus! Yes? While you're waiting for number six to call Buddy Six, uh, you get a phone call. Or a Vanquisher call. Uh, hello? This is Lazarus? Hey, it's nobody. Nobody. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fantastic. Uh, yeah? Where have you been? We've all been worried. Um... I mean, I, I had a bit of a binger last night, and, um, you know, I, I, I took a side gig uh, this morning because I'm kind of strapped for cash, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm good. Um, what, where are you up to? Are, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm just uh, following some leads on number six. Um, do, you, do you need anything? I can come, like, if, well... Actually, immediately, I run pretty quickly. Um, yes, but not immediately. Um, Soth, did I, I we, uh, I, I tested already whether or not Bob can hear my thoughts, right? I think yes, he can. Is that was oh. the, the test? Yeah. Okay. Except at times when he was unconscious. I see. Is he unconscious now, especially considering he he specifically was the one having a binger last night? He is very quiet right now. Has been for a while. I I quietly think Bob. I, I guess I think whisper Bob. The uh, uh. Uh, you okay, dude? Sound pretty hungover. But yeah, I'll live. You're, you you do need a better liver. Hey, I can upgrade your liver if you want. Just got to find someone with you know who has a good one. I don't want to take someone else's liver. Um, okay, just checking in. Uh, and I, I think in real life, I uh, I tell uh, Lazarus it's like um, we we could talk about it later. I I just wanted to make sure y'all were doing okay. It's it's very quiet here. At the Vanquishers. You sure you're okay? You were just mumbling under your breath right now. Are you talking to anyone? No. I'm, I'm talking to you, silly. Cough if you're in danger and you can't say so out loud. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Nobody will not cough. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be there in the next half an hour I think we should ch- just check in with the others again we've all been very worried about you <laughs> there's nothing to worry about don't wor- don't don't even fret okay well uh, if you want you can go up to my lab I'll be there soon <laughs> okay yeah and uh, Mr. Nobody hangs up um, he's going to head up to the lab. He's going to uh, 
Man, this is going to be tough if Bob can hear hear his thoughts. Is there any way I can just try to subtly shield my thoughts? Hmm. Ah, uh, yeah. Tell you what. This will be, I guess, an opposed will. Like, he's going to roll to attempt to read your thoughts and it's versus your will. If you're trying to actively resist. Sure. Uh, oh, jeez. No, don't worry. It's uh, you. Uh, it's it's ten plus your willpower. Oh. Okay, so you were rolling against me. Yes. Okay. Uh, so ten plus my willpower would make it fifteen. Ah. Well, no, he's still around. The, for now. Okay. Um, I think when I'm up in Lazarus's lab, uh, I will uh, basically just try to talk Bob's ear off uh, while also playing around with stuff in the lab. And um, I'm specifically trying to distract Bob while as mindlessly as I can uh, try to leave. Yeah, what do I want to leave? What, what kind of stuff is in Lazarus's lab? Uh, there would be a lot of gadgets, circuits, some explosives. I don't know. It, it's like a shed, but times ten. Everything. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be any better. Um, but I'm going to just really think about my acting classes and just, you know, think slash speak to Bob about, you know, be like, hey, so that thing we did with Lazarus uh, where we kind of just took their ability, do you, do you think I can take from another celebrity their their acting skill and i just want to try to like entertain that idea especially if bob is like really into it uh i will like hypothetically talk about celebrities whose uh, abilities i would hypothetically steal um in the meanwhile if i can i just want to try to take like random knickknacks uh and just kind of lay them out on a uh, table uh, in a very like odd way uh, man I, I there would be a lot yeah. of wires lying around yeah to. well cause like what I really want to do and I don't think I could mindlessly just spell help if I was like tinkering with this wire and looking away from the stuff while also trying to engage uh I was about to say, buddy, I, while also trying to engage Bob and was hopefully a distracting enough conversation. I, I don't know how in-depth uh, Bob's attention to my thoughts are, so I guess I'm kind of testing this. All right, so let, we're going to roll uh, de- deception to deceive your your internal your own internal thoughts uh, versus Bob's insight. <laughs> this is not going to be great. Don't worry, Bob's not too insightful. 
Clearly. Oh god. Oh. I rolled a seven. Which was <laughs> I rolled a six. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yes, you are yeah. oh, that's a great idea. Uh who are you thinking? I mean we gotta mm, we gotta get someone who's actually good at acting, because listen you're you're alright looking, but you're no Brad Pitt. Uh <laughs> Well, I mean, so I already got the martial arts stuff down. So I, I figure I don't actually need like a martial artist acting skills. Uh, so I, th- I think, I don't know. I can't really think of too many good acting martial artists that I would want to steal from. Cause that feels insulting, right? To see, so you, you know, I, I hopefully will work with these people one day. No, uh, let's, uh, so, let's, yeah. let's get a real thespian to steal from. Jackie right, Chan. Yeah. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> Ignore that voice. Uh, I'm thinking Ian McKellen. Very powerful presence. Ooh. You know what? I like it. He has, um, what's that fancy SAT word? He has uh, gravitas. Did I say that right? Gravitas. Gravitas? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. And and is there someone who could do a who's a really good method actor we could you know we could steal from who really disappears in the role? Daniel Day Lewis. No, uh, what's his name? Who was Gordon in Batman? Oh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Oh, okay. Uh, how about Gary Oldman? Gary the the everyone guy from Leon the Professional. Yes. He's a little hammy, yes. isn't he? Well, maybe. Um, yeah, I suppose. He disappears into his roles. Anyways, yes, you do successfully uh, uh, <laughs> disturb disturb the objects without without Bob noticing in a way that Lazarus will absolutely notice. Whether okay. or not Lazarus will be able to interpret this correctly will require an insight check. When Lazarus, mm. are you heading back now? Well. I, I I don't know how long it takes me to do this, but I will pointedly like not look at it uh, and just walk away and just try to exit the lab while still talking up to Bob because I figure I, I should probably man, I'm, I'm caught between wanting to stay behind uh, but also make it on time for my job. Uh, I, I guess I should really be heading to my job. Okay. Well, then we will assume you will have left before Lazarus returns. Lazarus, you arrive back at your lab and you notice. Oh, before I left, I wanted to do one thing. Go for it. I wanted to copy the memory of that buddy. Fair enough. And this buddy, at least unlike the other buddy, seems to still be following orders. Of course. And he's going to offer up his neck port. Okay, I'll do that, and then I'll wish him, uh, wish them a very good day, and tell them that the art is actually quite beautiful. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Wait, wait. Could you tell me I've successfully created Whale Sean Connery, please? I cannot because I don't know what that will do. But you're getting close. You see, I mean. It's very difficult to see in a pixelated face that's required to be pretty much smiling all the time, but you see an almost 
interior screaming <laughs> in the body as you as you run back. <laughs> and you will find your lab in a bit of disarray. Could you give me an insight check, please? Oh, we all know I'm great at these. it be a perception well, it could be but it's not 12 12 all right um i'm gonna see i'm mr nobody i'm going to allow you i'm not sure what skill i want this to be stealth uh slide of, of hand i actually i might allow a sleight of hand that, that could make... I could hear an argument for that. But I want you... Basically, effectively what you're doing is... If you roll well enough on this, you can give Lazarus a teamwork bonus... To help comprehend what it is you're trying to communicate. Please do. Okay. Um, are we good with sleight of hand? Should I try to rationalize something else? If you can uh, rationalize a stronger my skill... Own uh, a stronger skill. I I would say if I'm going to try to rationalize a stronger skill that I think makes sense here, it, it would probably be investigation. Uh, I know how to look for clues, so I know how to leave clues. I I'll allow it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So that's a, that's good. So that's a plus ten for me. Oh, why couldn't I be in investigation? That's very good. Uh, 12. 12. I rolled that. Okay, well, Lazarus, you're going to get a plus two to that. Unfortunately, while you can definitely see that something's messed up, you're not quite sure what's trying to be communicated here. Or if there even is, you don't even pick up that there is something trying to be communicated. That jerk, Mr. Nobody, messed up your lab. And he just left. Oh, man. I was, I was going to say something, but I feel like it would be very metagamey. Uh... I mean, well, like, so I, I I forgot. Did we? Did I get gave you the affirmative that I was going to your lab? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think, yes, you did. Oh, I okay. told you. I told right. you to wait by my lab. Yeah. So I would definitely know it would be Mister Nobody, but I yeah. don't think I would be upset about it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was thinking like because uh, I don't know if this would help further. Um, be like. Uh, because, you know, I, I left for the job, um, but I also knew that you were coming to the lab. And I, I think Mr. Nobody would have just tried to casually text you. Hey, sorry, I had to leave for a thing. Sorry, I left the mess in your lab. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I feel like I should maybe give like, is there a coughing emoji? I'm going to try to give you a coughing emoji at the end of that, like, spam it, like, three times. <gasps> oh, that's, that's the code. All right. Uh, well, if you are genuinely concerned about him, would you like to attempt to follow? Yeah, I think at first, maybe Lazarus wouldn't have seen that text. So at first, uh, Lazarus would just said assume that they were looking for something send a text is like hey can I help you with something but as soon as Lazarus would see that cough he's leaving the memory drive at the lab putting another post-it note no putting another post-it note at the door of the lab and then also sending a text to everybody that 
may be, whoever's available should come help Mr. Doe. Just be that they should be on call in case something happens. Okay. I'm check- then let me ask yeah. you this, uh, just see if I can get everyone in the same scene, just for once. <laughs> Stampede! Yeah. You are going to receive that text while you're doing your research. Are you going to respond to it? Um, yeah, I'll just respond with question mark, question mark, question mark. Is something going on? Uh, I would respond, I'm not sure, but there's definitely potential for something going on. Okay, I'll, I'll try to get there. Um, I look back at what I've named. This is her full name, by the way. Wrinkles, Vesuvius, Ornithopter, Harlow. My beautiful baby girl. And I want to try to tell her down, but like down, like stay, like nap time. Don't move until I come back, that sort of thing. And leave out the rest of the meat for her in case. And water, a, a gigantic bowl of water. Okay. If you want to give me a uh, persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use my uh, a luck point on that. Because that was a four. Okay, I'm going to use another luck point on that because that's a two. You just do this because you know there's only a few minutes left. <laughs> okay, there we go. It's, it's a 18. Okay, well, it does sit or lay down next to the pile of meat. Mommy loves you. Okay, Sprinkle? I'll be back as soon as possible. I'm not going to leave you for long. Okay? Stay. I love you. I blow it a kiss and I run. All right. Mr. Nobody. Yes. All right. So as you make your way back to the boat, they are waiting for you there. Uh, there appears to be a few more people on the dock now as there was before, uh, than there was before. And they are loading a couple of uh, long bundles wrapped in uh, burlap, or not burlap, but wrapped in a tarp. This is, uh, hey, new guy. Hey. Uh, yeah, we almost missed you. Yeah. Uh, well, I am here on time. All right, well, they are going to open up uh, one of the tarps, which has a tripod in it. It appears to be a heavy machine gun, belt-fed. Says, uh, he ever, uh, he ever used one of these? I'm sorry. Uh, remind me again, Sloth. Um, are these... Is this this is not Yuri, right? And Hugo, this is no this, the bomb work for this. Right. Yeah, this this is the vampire crew. The, the people you're talking to clearly standing in the daylight, whereas the wretch that you met below deck was in a dark area of the ship, shielded from light. I just try to put on my best actor stern look, um, and give just a, a firm nod. All right, so it's real simple. We're on a one-way trip here. 
Uh, we're going to uh, go out uh, east. Anyone gets near the boat, shoot to kill. Uh, are we ex- expecting anyone to go near the boat? I mean, it's broad daylight. We'll see. Don't worry, though. It'll all turn out fine for us by sundown. He winks at you. I wink and finger gun back. Alright, well, if you are getting on the boat, they are going to uh, kick off and uh, depart. To parts unknown. On a ship full of explosives and vampires. Oh, I've been waiting for this since we started. I have water walking. (laughs) Well, you can water walk to chase when we resume next episode. Assuming you can find uh, where he went. Oh, I would be tracking everybody's location. Uh, Thank you all for coming. I hope you had a good time. We've got a lot of great setup for next session. Very much looking forward to it. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Go check your prostate. Okay, welcome to what will probably be part two of our latest episode. We did have to split the episodes due to some scheduling issues. Joining me for this half of the session is Hoshi, played by Uh, Wisp. (laughs) Yeah. And the Walby, played by James. Hello. And as always, I'm Sloth, our DM. How we all feeling? Feeling pretty good, Sloth. I'm ready for a night of wrestling. Hoshi craves blood. Well, let's jump right in. It's Halloween night in the Harambe Memorial Arena. The two of you are backstage getting ready. Uh, what have you done? Do you have your own outfits? Do you Have you brought your own weapons? This is a no-holds-bar cage match. Anything goes. Uh, Walby has a bright red uh, pair of wrestling trunks. Basically, underpants. On uh, brand with a, a nice uh, design on the front. Uh, it's just like a standard, like, spiky design on his dressers. He has uh, the classic uh, elbow pads, knee pads, boots, and uh, he has no weapons, but he does have a bottle of oil. Bright yellow oil. And Hoshi is uh, kind of where, like, she's got a kind of uh, Shrine Maiden-esque outfit, but there are no sleeves. Uh, Her torso under the thing that you can see is wrapped in bandages. Uh, And it's kind of tattered and it looks like there are spots of blood, but there are no telling if it actually is blood. Uh, And she does have her spear with her. Okay. You're gonna stab them with a spear? There are no rules in this match. (laughs) Well, that's not true. There are no rules against weapons in this match. Totally allowed. You're going to kill them. Yes. So, the Savage King is going to approach you with a camera crew and a microphone. Says, Wallaby Hoshi, this is your first night. How you feeling about your first match in the Galactic Wrestling League? Uh, feeling pretty good, the uh, Savage King. Thanks for asking. Hoshi leans to the mic. I'm going to make them cry for their moms. She's going to make them cry for them. The two of you are facing very experienced fighters, long-time villainous figures in the league. Do you think 
your inexperience may be a weakness in this fight. Uh, let me tell you something, uh, Savage King. Uh, I'm not inexperienced. I'm a fighter. I've been a fighter since I was uh, a little boy. So why don't you get that through your skull? Or else uh, we're going to be stepping into the ring together. Oh, you're not ready for that. Win a few more matches and we'll talk. But you heard it there, folks. Two confident new wrestlers in the ring tonight. Let's go to their opponents. Oh, and the whole time he was, like, talking to the camera, Hoshi's behind him doing little poses. <laughs> so, the camera, which neither of you can see, but the audience can, is going to cut to what looks less like a dressing room and more like a mechanics workshop, where Agent 9001 of the technocracy is being disassembled and, re and having new parts replacing his body. You can see him with his eyes closed, as he, and there's a bunch of needles stuck into his skull, twitching. And in the background, there is a TV screen playing what appears to be, from a first-person perspective, the Wallaby fighting someone at Pandaland. Wallaby. Rather, they're going to announce uh, one, of, one of the technicians, a figure who's nearly as cybernetic as, as the... Uh, wrestler they're working on says we have analyzed the wallabies fighting patterns we will be ready for them wallaby you from now on and I'd like you to write this on your character sheet are going to take a minus one against any technocracy agents using unarmed attacks agents using unarmed attacks yep got it As, as they continue to work on him, he flatlines. The, the technician turns around, flips a switch, and you see the body start to twitch massively as the... Uh, and the metallic bits that his body is touching start to spark finally. Yeah, he's fine. We are now going to cut to the Vampire's Champion, Midnight Bloodfest Room. He's surrounded by a bunch of figures with ashen skin. Each have slit their wrists and are pouring blood into a golden chalice. Wait, wait, wait. It's lava. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I thought it was Midnight Blood Beast. Is that not what I said? You said Blood Fest. Oh. Midnight Blood Feast. Or Blood Fist. As the case may be. Blood Fist. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, incense burning and some... In unintelligible chanting. A figure in a black robe pulls down to reveal Midnight Blood Feast, lifting the chalice as he drinks the blood in its entirety and lets out a blood-curdling scream. And he announces to the camera, Wallaby, Hoshi, there will be no pins in this match. There will be no submissions. Make no mistake. I will gain my immortality tonight by killing both of you. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> He's not going to leave this studio, his the stadium alive. Uh, well, while we are watching these videos, Wallaby is pouring oil on his body and rubbing it on, on himself, make himself nice and shiny. I'm so not helping you get that off. Yeah, it's okay. I, I can get it up a lot. I've done this many times before. I used to wrestle in high school, you know. 
I didn't. So, two of you are, are, are by the stage hands, uh, directed to the stage uh, get to prepare for your entrance. The At the top of the ramp there is built sort of to look like a haunted mansion with two large wooden doors covered in cobwebs to open up for your entrance. You were also given a budget for special effects. The announcer is going to say, Representing! The Vanquishers, Red Wallaby. <laughs> the theme song is Down Under by Menowar. <laughs> we cannot play that, but I'm sure Lyra <laughs> will come up with something. Sorry, Lyra. <laughs> All right. Tell us how you walk down the stage. Uh, can I have uh, pyrotechnics? You absolutely can. Alright, he, he comes out, uh, the, the flute starts playing, the crowd starts cheering, uh, he does some poses, and uh, some fireworks go up behind him. And then he uh, sprints down to the ring at full speed, and he jumps uh, clean from the floor over the ropes and into the ring. Okay, roll. I would, you can either give me a presence check or an acrobatics check, your choice. See. We're gonna go acrobatics. All right. All right, that's a nine plus twelve, so twenty-one. Twenty-one. The crowd loves it. They're on your side. I'm gonna have a some secret stats in the background, just so you know. <laughs> that's one. Sure. Next up, representing the Vanguard and the Vanquishers. Hoshi! Uh, okay, there it is. Okay, sorry, I was looking up what the song title was. Uh, uh, Hoshi comes out and baby metals, uh, Megutsune. Good, another song you can't play. But at least it gives the, it gives the idea of what they're coming out to. But she's coming out, she's skipping and waving at people, doing little poses occasionally, and like, there are several pyrotechnics. There's a lot of pyrotechnics just going on. And then she gets the three. And like, waves at everybody with both her hands. Alright, give me a presence check. It's just the... Well, actually, if you have persuasion, you can add that as well. So it would be, I think it's just two. Yeah. Uh, 15. They're, they're vibing. They're enjoying it. They're here. Uh, in, in in the crowd, there are everyone is in costume here. Who, who shows up to a Halloween wrestling match out of costume? Uh, it looks like, well, it looks like adult Halloween out there. <laughs> there are a couple kids around, though. The, uh, Turnbuckles are all pumpkin heads uh, in the arena tonight. The uh, the belts uh, are they're still uh, made of the same material, but they appear to be chains. And next up, representing the Technocracy of Canada, Agent Nine Zero Zero One. Two of those, you know, every evil scientist lab has them. Those uh, Tesla coils emerge from the stage 
uh, shooting electricity beams in between each other, and Agent 9001 shows up, looking a bit like he's in a Frankenstein costume. He raises one of his arms, which has a chainsaw to touch the Tesla coil, sparks fly everywhere, and he swings it at the crowd, so it's, ra it's just raining sparks down. The booze, oh, they do. Ugh. He just feeds off them. The crowd despises Boo. this guy. Hey, Wallaby. Yeah. He's over 9,000. <laughs> Someone got one of my jokes. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy. I watched Dragon Ball Z. Finally. A, uh, they announce. Next up, the European champion. The, va uh, the vampire's representative. Midnight Blood Feast! The floor opens up. A coffin emerges uh, on the top of the ramp. And then it, the lid explodes off, releasing hundreds of bats into the arena. <laughs> Followed by Midnight Blood Feast, who appears to be covered, covered in what you hope is red paint, but suspect is not. Wait, I have a very important question. Is, is, isn't there a top to this stage, or can you climb out? The cage has not been lowered yet. Oh, okay, well, yeah, he's going to tower in the corner and look out for bats. <laughs> well, there's, there's a, there is a top, but it's like bars, like the rest of them. It depends. Sometimes there's a top, sometimes there isn't. It depends on what kind of cage. Oh, all well, the ones I've seen. At the side of the arena is JJ, the longtime announcer of the Galactic Wrestling League. And joining me tonight is the actual Grim Reaper, a retired professional wrestler that we all know and adore. Thank you for joining us tonight, Grim Reaper. You're welcome, JJ. Hoshi? Hi, Grim! You're my favorite! <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, Hoshi, as you are not from the Western canon, this being will appear to you as whatever the personification of death is in your culture. Uh, okay. Can I can out. I actually did this. Oh, go right for it. Uh, you should have gone there. Yeah, many, yeah. Many different demons. I think there are hundreds of them that represent death in Japanese yeah. folklore. So, uh, can I assume tonight that uh, you're here for a special reason? Can we see you uh, do your job tonight? Oh, I wouldn't spoil the match. Let's just say I'm very excited about what's to come. <laughs> I'm, go I'm gonna say for Hoshi, he looks like Ryuk from Death Note, because screw it. Fair enough. <laughs> Although we can never use that in our official art. Yep, yeah, nope. We'll just have a picture of Willem Dafoe. I'll take it. <laughs> so, the referee uh, stands between the two tag team groups. Says, Okay, this is a Hell in a Cell match. We're going to lower the cage above us as he gestures to the roof. This match only ends when both members of a team have either been forced to submit or been pinned. You may not leave the cage at any time. To do so is, is forfeiting the match. Do you understand the rules if I have told them? As I have told them. Yep. Yes. 
Lower the cage! The crowd starts to get lower the cage. Lower the cage. Does the ref get out of the ring or does he stay in the ring? He will be in the ring with you. Oh, okay. Uh, JJ is going to announce this. Now the cage was chosen by the Vampire's Champion. Very strategic move on his part as both of his opponents have leaping powers, which will not be too useful when there is a roof above their heads. That low. Very smart, but I wouldn't count them out yet. They've got other tricks up their sleeve. I'm going to need the two of you to decide who will begin in the ring. Well, we should. I'm fine either way. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, it's your match. I'm just here to have fun. Well, be not. Raises his arms into a grappling position. All right. Both of you, to your corners. The bell rings. Begin! Let's roll initiative. Just, uh, is Hoshi sit, stays in the corner until she's done? You then? stay on the outside of the ring on the other side of the, uh, the ropes. You okay. Can, at any time, if the wallaby touches you, you can then swap places, and then he will leave the ring, and then you can jump in. And you, you have to stay in your corner, then. That is true, yes. Okay. So do I... We all roll initiative? Or? Nope, just the two wrestlers for the moment. Okay. I rolled a 20. Nice. Agent 9001 rolled a 22. Ooh. Everyone was permitted to bring in whatever weapons they choose. Strangely enough, Agent... 9001 chose to bring in a large water cooler jug. He will use his chainsaw arm to saw it open, and he splashes water all over the stage. Hey. Come on. That's rude! And a waste of water. Yeah, it's a waste of water. (laughs) Oh, uh, don't worry. It's gonna be used. You see, from the ceiling... A bunch of ropes uh, falling down, and you see four other technocracy agents descend from the ceiling, with each with a cable in their hand, which they are attaching to the cage. It says, I have a little surprise planned for you, Wallaby. And he puts his chainsaw up against the cage, and again, it sparks electricity. 15,000 volts! More than enough to flatline even someone as strong as you. Yeah? Well, I'm oil. So there. Okay. He is going to attach a cable uh, that uh, from his own uh, uh, back and attach it to the cage. And he is going to charge and attack and attempt to slice you with his chainsaw. I guess the 13 does not hit your parry. It does not. Okay, he swings wide at you, you duck down, uh, his uh, chainsaw hits the turnbuckle again, sparks fly into the air, but you're, you narrowly escape. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna... So there are no sparks, like, right now, are they? Uh, not at the moment. There were sparks that emitted when his chainsaw... 
uh, hit uh, the sorry the, the turnbuckle, but uh, I will warn you that his half of the arena is now covered in water. Okay, I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do an Irish whip. Try to uh, toss him back over to his his side, three, and into the corner. Okay, uh, roll an attack, and then we will do uh, an opposed strength or uh, check, or your strength versus either his strength or dodge, whichever is higher, uh, to see if you can get a hold of him. Okay, I rolled a 28 on my attack. 28 will hit. Let's do the opposed. I believe his strength is higher. And I rolled an 18 on my strength check. Did you add your strength to that? Yep. Oh, nope. Damn. You grab onto him, but he maintains control. He is going to attempt to do the same to you, grabbing on with his mechanical claw uh, in his other hand. Does a 21 hit your parry? It does, as a matter of fact. Okay, so 10 plus your parry? Yep. Opposed strength check. Okay. That is a 23. Okay. He currently has control of you, and he is going to try and force you to take a step backwards next turn. You can see him see him trying to pull you towards the water. Okay. Your turn. Uh, I'm gonna try to do a maneuver. I'm gonna hop up, grab his head, and uh, drop onto my back and try to pull his head down onto my knees. All right, so this is going to be, because you're still both in the grapple, so this is going for control now. Roll, roll another strike. Oh, no. Oh, no. I rolled a 15. <laughs> well, he rolled a 10. <laughs> nice. Ah! Huzzah! <laughs> All right. I'm going to give him one opportunity to break through this, and if not, that's going to be your turn. You can do whatever you want. Give you a 23. One second. Dive roll the 23. Alright, I'm going to give you uh, the defender's advantage, so you have control. What are you trying to do? Uh, I'm going to do uh, from this position. I'm going to try to do a monkey flip. Uh, so this is like when you drop down and you grab your opponent by the head and you kind of use your legs to flip them over yourself and onto their back. Alright. So, actually, because you already passed the check, yep, you do that. He is now laying on the flat of his back. Okay, now I'm going to do a good old-fashioned leg drop onto his head. Alright, roll the attack. Plus fighting. 24. 24 will hit. How much damage are you doing? Uh, that's going to be... I assume it's just basically a kick. That's going to be 7 physical damage. 7 physical damage. Okay. 
Oh, that was nasty. He is he is holding his face. He is rolling around. Yeah, he definitely got hurt bad by that one. The crowd is loving it. Wallaby. I'm going to pose for the crowd if I can. Sure. You can use your movement to do that. I'm going to need a persuasion check. You know, for a celebrity, my persuasion is surprisingly low. Uh, that's a 10. 10 total. Yeah, 10 total. Uh, you're milking it, man. <laughs> just just be happy with the cheers you got. Okay, is it, is it still my turn? Can I do something else? It is not. Okay. He is going to get back up. He is going to use his movement to climb up onto the turnstile. And he is going to jump at you, hur basically hurling his entire body at you. All right. I'm going to try to duck out of the way. As a 24 hit. Uh, yeah. yeah it All right. Well, you try and duck out of the way, but he catches your shoulders with his legs, spinning you around and causing you to lose your balance. You are both now laying on the ground, but it is your turn. I'm going to try to climb up to my feet. I'm going to say, you know what's the difference between me and you? What? I don't need fancy tricks to win my matches. And then I'm going to just uh, get him in a headlock on the ground. Okay. Actually, before we do that, you do need to take, uh, 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 you need to attempt to absorb that damage. So give me a toughness roll, please. I forgot to mention that, my bad. Hmm. How do you feel about a 12? I feel about, better about it than you probably should, because you now have a minus 2 to toughness checks. Okay. Okay, so if you want to get into a headlock, you're going to need another attack. Hmm. That's a 13. That will not hit, unfortunately. He, as you move in for the attack, he is going to roll to the side and kick at your face. Does a 25 hit. I know it does. <laughs> okay, Wallaby, you just took a kick to the face as he uh, rolled out of the way of your uh, attempted uh, headlock. Give me a toughness roll, please. Uh, that's a 10 total. 10, I'm sorry, that's that's another minus 2. You're at a total of minus 4 now. Okay. You may wish to tag out. Yeah, it I'm, is your I'm, turn. I'm definitely going to tag out to you. Uh, sorry, Hoshi. My time has come. Hoshi! Your partner has tagged you in. Agent 9001 has just rolled up, and he is standing ready to fight, but it is your turn. Go right ahead. Okay, so do I need a roll initiative, or is it... We're just gonna... You're gonna take uh, the Wallabies initiative. Okay. Um... Yeah, um... Powerlifting only lets me lift things, not throw things. Correct. Um... 
I guess I'm going for the face. Okay. How are you going for the face? What are you hitting him with? Claws. Ooh, are you in cat form now? No. Would you like to be? That'd be good. <laughs> just tiny cat. Immediately turns into a tiny cat and just goes for the face. Okay. Roll attack then. <laughs> so it's fighting? This will be, it should be, your attack uh, modifier should be listed next to your claw attack. Okay. So it's just that? Yeah, whatever plus modifier you have listed next to that. Ooh, gotta do math in my head. Uh, unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. That will definitely hit. Excellent. Jay answers. Hoshi joined the match and then immediately turned into a cat. And now she's on. She's clawing apart. <laughs> that is 11 damage. The, techno the, the technocrat's face. No, not even close. He is seriously hurt by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him. <laughs> yeah, he is in a bad way. Oh, boy. He may have been ready for the wallaby, but he certainly wasn't ready for that. Who would be? That's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. He is going to use his turn to tag in his partner. <laughs> Midnight Blood Feast comes in. Yeah, in fact, he, he disappears into a cloud of bats and then reappears. Hoshi... I would like you, because you have danger sense, to please make a perception check. Okay. Let's this dice now. Uh, that is a DC 10. Yep. 19. 19. So, yes. Uh, wait, so it's perception. Uh, actually, it's 19 plus something, but if that's enough on its own. Yeah, you got yeah, it, Pete. You're good. Okay. Says, so your finely tuned cat senses notice that he is teleported right behind you and he lunges in for a bite. But you, uh, uh, hold on, let me see if he attacked. He actually hit. Does a 16 hit your parry? No. Okay, you definitely, uh, uh roll out of the way. And he, his teeth grind into, into the mat. What would you like to do? Fireball. Fireball. Okay. That is a perception-based attack. So, yep. as I believe. It's like her little tail whips and it shoots the... That's where the fireball comes from. So that was a, that was eight damage for that? Yep. He actually does manage... Oh. He takes it straight to the face, but he just wipes it straight off as fast as he can. Your face. And he is going to run in, and he's going to attempt to punch you. Right in, uh, his goal is to punch you right into the, the now uh, electrically charged cage. That doesn't hit. I already know that doesn't hit. Nope. <laughs> Boy, is that a terrible roll? This dice roll. Did you me? 
Yep, you and your cat form, you're just too fast and too nimble. What have you got for him now? I kind of want her to jump at him, shift forms midair, put her legs around his neck and just toss him, kind of do the hands on the, like a cartwheel toss kind of thing. Okay, okay. Uh, you can do that, let's roll an attack, and then we will do an opposed strength check to see if you can move him. So with that, is that fighting? So yeah, this would be your fighting plus any unarmed attacks that you have. Any any unarmed attack uh, skill points that you have. Oh, skill. You could use your claws if you'd like. Okay, yeah. He's not gonna have a good day either. Eighteen. Eighteen is just enough to hit. So close. You did get him, so let's let's uh let's roll those post strength checks. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> you both rolled very poorly, unfortunately. You grab onto him and you both fall down, but you don't manage to toss him. I'm gonna toss you, loser. He is going to get up. And he is going to turn to the referee. Point at his eyes, then point back at the referee's eyes. Then at his eyes, then back at the referee's eyes. Then at his eyes, and back at the referee's eyes. The referee is now going to have to make a save. Ah, oh, damn it. Yep, the referee is now... Oh, I have Jay to say something. Oh, it's his signature move. The referee is now under the charms of his vampiric powers. Come, he can't do that. Yeah, it's illegal. Well, only the referee can penalize you for it. What are you? What are you gonna do? And then he is going to try something else. He is going to slit his own wrist. Let the blood pour Ooh. on. Aren't you edgy? <laughs> Let the blood pour onto the floor. And then, after a few moments, it's going to form another humanoid body, an exact duplicate of him. It looks like you're outnumbered now, little kitty. Hoshi, it is your turn. You are now facing down two Midnight Blood Feasts. This is stupid. Uh, considering I have uh, counter illusions, can I tell, like, are they both physically there, or is, like, one absolutely real and the other is not? You can tell that one of them is clearly not him, but it still has a physical presence. Okay. So you, know, you, uh, you are able to distinguish which one is which. Okay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Hoshi. Yeah? Toss him into the cage. It's electrified for him. Just as bad it is for us. That's true. 
Looks at the real one. Points and looks at the real one. I'm gonna toss you, bitch! And Hoshi's gonna try to throw him. Okay, um... I might actually allow a teamwork check here because of the advice. Yay! Should I make a roll? Yes, I just have to look up the rules for that one. Moment. Please don't make me roll into it. <laughs> okay, um... Make a D... Hmm... Uh, this is this is a DC 10 check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let uh, Walby, you can either do an intellect or a presence check. Well, it's a choice between minus two and one, so I'm going to go with the one. Okay. Go uh, with the positive. Yeah, that's 50. So, yeah. Okay, Hoshi, take a plus two on this attack. Awesome. So it's strength or fighting. Well, they're both the same, but... Uh, if you're using your claws again, then just use your claw attack for the actual okay. attack. That is 23. 23 will definitely hit. Let's do the opposed strength. Okay. Nat 20. Nat 20. Hey. Well, he rolled 11. Yes, you do manage to throw him... Oh, no, so you knock him right out of the ring into the cage. He's going to have to make a toughness check. Okay. You see him get trapped, his his hand in the actual cage. His body is twitching and convulsing and, and as his hair uh, is set on fire before he eventually is uh, pushed off of it by a broom by one of the, uh, the staff on the outside. <laughs> He's got the staff on his side, too. At which point, he falls to the ground. His blood clone runs at you. He's going to get an attack as as you're throwing it, trying to grab you by the tail and slam you down. No, I'm in human form. I don't have a tail. Oh, grab you by your uh, hair bed and slam you down. I guess yeah. It's he. He's a he's a heel. He he, he cheats. It's a 19 hit. Uh, it's for parry. Parry plus 10. Yeah. Uh, my parry is plus 10 is 19. Okay, defender's advantage. Yes, he grabs onto you, but as he... Uh, as he, uh, uh, grabs onto you, he just starts to melt. You see a bunch of little drips coming off of him until he dissolves back into the blood that he was formed from. And now there's a pool of blood on the ground. Oh! Midnight Blood Feast has been taken out of the match! He's unconscious! That is an automatic submission. Hoshi's going like, yeah! Hoshi, <laughs> give me a presence roll. Okay. It's a four. Total? <laughs> yeah. I don't have high presence. Yikes. <laughs> well, the crowd, they're happy, but they're, they're not enough on your side for it to matter at this moment. Unfortunately. I'd say they're mostly confused. But I'm going to need another danger sense check, please. Okay. As Agent 9001 has already entered the ring since his opponent is out and is just charging a, right at you from behind. I got a 16. 
16. That will definitely pass. Alright, but let's roll the attack. Oh, she's a monster. I'm learning more and more. There's a 26 hit. Yeah, that will. Okay. Despite see, uh, knowing the attack's coming, you weren't able to get out of it in time. He hits you with a chainsaw in your Rude. arm. Roll a toughness check, please. I would say I saw it coming and like went to block it with my arm. You can try, yes. What, effectively what that is, is do you get to act during the surprise round? Okay. Um, so what am I rolling? Rolling toughness. Okay. 16? Yeah, 16. 16, okay. You are going to take a minus two to future toughness checks. Okay. That hurt. You're, you are bleeding pretty bad out of that arm. But it is now your turn. Sorry, I'm just getting a little piece of paper to write down the minus two thing. Um... I think I'm going to hit him with my spear. Yeah, fair game, as long as chainsaws aren't involved. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, okay, it actually stayed on my table. Uh, 12 plus 17. Nine, 29? To hit? Yes, that will hit. Yep. We'll roll toughness. How much damage does the spear do? Uh, four. Your spear, though it's mighty, planks right into what you assume is just not an important part of his body, as there are very few actual organs left. He is going to deploy a smoke grenade into the arena. Well, this doesn't really make for good TV. It's going to make two attacks. Okay. Wallaby, does a 17 hit you? Uh, we're talking parry? Yes. It does not. It does not, but you definitely feel... He took a swing at you when you're not even in this uh, in the match right now. Hey, hey, where are you, <laughs> Hoshi? He also takes a swipe at you, but that clearly misses as he rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hoshi, it's your turn. You, uh, I'm going to need a perception check to see if you can find him. If not, uh, we're going to have to roll die to see if you are actually even able to hit him. 22. 22. You close your eyes. Feel with your ears. Listen through the cheers and the boos and, the, and all, the, all the noise. You hear his footstep. He's right to your... He's right next to you. Go for the attack. Or really whatever it is that you're trying to do this turn. Ooh, I'll shoot a fireball. It'll try. It'll kind of get rid of some of the smoke, maybe. Unfortunately, the fireball is a perception-based attack. Oh, that's right. 
You, you have to be able to see him in order to use it. Ah! I can't just see him with my heart. Uh, I guess I'll stab at him then. Alright. slash. Roll the attack. 26. 26 will hit. How much damage was that again? Four. Four. Okay, that will plink into him. You hear a little bit of uh, buzzing and some um, broken gears, as he's apparently clockwork figure now. (laughs) That did hit something. The smoke begins to dissipate. And as, as the smoke clears, you see there is a little mini spider drone right next to him. Or rather, right next to Wallaby. As he, too, is cheating now. To be fair, there are no rules. I mean, Wallaby could just climb into the ring right now, but he doesn't because he, he's a face. Okay. Hoshi, it's your turn. Now I'm going to... Well, now I can see him. Now I can shoot a fireball. All right. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, no, you don't have to roll it. Yeah, it's perception. By the way, how many turns has it been since uh, I got hit by him? I think it's at least three. Okay. So my toughness thing is gone. Okay. The little drone jumps in the way of the fireball, sacrificing itself as it explodes. The technocracy agent is going to attempt to grab Hoshi. Right, how you like it? Does a 20 hit you? Yeah. You need an opposed strength check, and you gotta be to 27. Oh god. I don't even think that's physically possible. <laughs> yeah, I got a 10. Alright, he is going to grab onto your arm, place and position himself underneath you, lift you up into the air, and then swing you over his shoulders into the water. And he's going to stomp his foot in there. I'm going to need you to make a toughness check as electricity surges through your body. a hero point. Okay. We're not even going to use that dice again. Fourteen. Ooh. Yeah. Unfortunately, Hoshi, you are going to take a minus three, as that electricity is devastating. And because you took so much in one turn, I have to look up... There's some conditions now. So, you failed by three degrees. You are staggered. You are able to move or attack next turn, but not both. So, immunity has nothing to... If you're immune to staggered, yes. If not... Well, I have life support. 
that wouldn't protect you from this because it's uh, okay. electricity event. So that is a, and you are taking minus one on further checks against damage. So, is it minus four? No, it's just minus one. Uh, well. But for the next turn, you can only take a movement or an attack, not both. Okay. just a quick question would it be three rounds starting now before my uh the toughness thing goes away yeah okay so this is the first one if you want you can tag in the wallaby and wait it out uh hey wall you went in yeah okay always there she she tags him in and there's a little bit like static he gets a little bit of a shock, but it's not enough to actually hurt him. Yeah, do you have the, the Frankenstein's bride hair right now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All Still right. in pigtails. Wallaby, it's your turn. Okay, uh, I'm gonna run at him and kick him in the face. Alright, roll them bones. Would you like to use your hero point? Yeah, I would. you know what, Sloth? I think I would. I love hero points. They're such good points. <laughs> I rolled a three this time. Oh, God. For a total of? Twelve. Twelve. All right. He is going to, as you're kicking, he's going to lean back into the ropes and use it to propel himself at you. But he's still building up momentum, so he runs right past you and then hits the next ropes. Because hey. he completely, he swings at you, but he misses, so he's still building up momentum. Would you like to turn his momentum on his, on him for your turn? Close line him! Close line him! Uh, let me ask, is he, like, standing outside the ring, uh, still on the ring, like, on the other side of the ropes? He he is he is leaning into the ropes, about to spring himself at you. His feet are still in the ring, though. Uh, I'm gonna do something similar to what I did before. I'm gonna run up, grab him, uh, drop, and like go like I'm dropping his face onto my knees, but actually try to use the ropes as uh, a slingshot to knock him into the cage. Okay. First, let's roll an attack. Wow, 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 wow. I rolled a one again. You want to use real dice? You have the choice. Please. Yeah, let me go get my dice. I'll be right back. You can't, I mean, it's too late for this turn, but... Yeah. Remember, kids, don't trust digital dice. I, you guys mind if I grab them? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Okay. Does a 15 hit you, James? It does not. Okay, the two of you just kind of basically just keep bouncing off these ropes back at each other, momentum, <laughs> but continually this is a missing each other. Match, not pinball. That's the botch. Wallaby, <laughs> what are you gonna do now? Yeah, this this looks really bad. The crowd is not a fan of this. Like, what are we even doing here? What is this? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm gonna try to recover. And again, try to knock him into the cage. But this time I'm just gonna run at him and tackle him. And try to send him flying into the cage. Alright, roll the attack. Slightly better. That is an 18. 18 will hit. Alright, pose strength check. Gotta beat a pretty low roll. How are you doing? I got a 25. You have control. What ha- what happens? Finish yep. him! <laughs> Basically just what I described. I, I spear him. I, I tackle him. And he goes flying into the cage. He's reversed it! He's used his own trap! Sorry, no, he's used the, the Techoxy's own trap to win the match! Incredible! Well, he was, I mean, kind of a dumb trap. Even I can see that. Can you? Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, okay. So, he sparks oh, and he zaps. And it's a really nasty scene. <laughs> He's done it! They've won! I wouldn't be so sure. He stands up. What little left that was human in him is melting off of his mechanical body. So it's not, he's a machine. He, he's just gone mad. And he is going to saw the the ropes off entirely and pull himself back up. I hope you're going to pay for that. Those ropes are cheap. I hope you live through this match, Wallaby. We're going to vivisect you. And he is going to roll an attack. Sorry. Sick. Does a 26 hit? Oh, God. It does. Give me a toughness roll, please. As he is going to run past you, grab your shoulder, and kick, attempt to kick out uh, your back legs to slam you onto the, the mat. I got an unnatural 20. Okay, so what's your total toughness then? Uh, seven. Alright, well he does hit you, but as you were falling back on the mat, you were able to just roll with, with the momentum and then stand up right in front of him again. How are you going to stop this guy? I am going to uh, get him in a, like an arm lock, just try to rip his arms off. It's basically like a mechanical skeleton now, so I'm just going to try to like, rip his arms off. Alright, go ahead and roll on attack. Um, I rolled a 12, total. Okay, that will not hit. He is just going to attempt to seize you by the throat. Oh boy. Natural 20. Oh no. Wallaby, you are going to have to make a pretty bad toughness roll because he just critted you. <laughs> okay, it should be okay. I have minus four. And I rolled a five. Oh. Total of eight. 
Wolby, he seizes you by the throat. You gr grab onto his arms in vain as you begin to lose consciousness. Wolby! Wolby tag! Wolby tag! Hoshi? You can't bite me. I'm famous. Hoshi, your 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 partner is unconscious. You can now enter the ring if you'd like. Get the face with the claws. Roll the attack. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven will absolutely hit. Let's do the toughness. Hoshi. He's, he was barely holding together as it was. He was going by pure, not even rage. Rage has been burned away from him. Just pure programming. But he's gone now, whatever he was. How do you want to do this? She's going to get the face, like, she's going to knock Wallaby out of his hands first off and just kind of just slam, take b both hands, claws in the face and just slam it into the ground until it breaks. All right, and as you do so, the referee wakes up from his uh, mind control and starts tapping on the thing. One, two, three, four, five, what? all the way to ten. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Yeah. It's over! <laughs> Incredible! They've done it! Two rookies entering the ring, defeating... Two of the toughest fighters in the entire league on this Halloween night. And it's been a first match, one of the best openings we've seen in years. Wallaby, as the cage is lifted, some of the uh, staff is going to tend to you and put smelling salts in your nose. She's like poking him with his, her foot. <laughs> Did we? we Did? Oh, yeah. Ah, good. The Savage King has entered the ring and he is lifting up both of your arms as the crowd cheers for you in, in glorious victory. Well done, both of you! So, what'd you think of your first match? <coughs> Good. You need a, he needs a lozenge. I mean... A tape and some barbecue. Well, awkward as that moment was, the crowd's still loving it. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. I hope you had a good time. Would and you like that, to... Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> we're listening to Down Under My Men at Work right now. <laughs> We cannot afford that. We <laughs> we have a budget of zero dollars. <laughs> we'll make it work. All right. Thank you all for coming. See you next month. <laughs>